Hello, everybody. This is Joel from the Power Records podcast here in beautiful Toronto, Canada. What a beautiful day it is today. Not a cloud in the sky. Well, maybe a few, but pretty much blue, you know, and it's a blue sky. And you know what? It's just an outstanding temperature, too. You got to be outside today. You have to be outside. Get outside. Maybe sit on your patio, your backyard, your porch, your balcony, and, you know, turn up that uh, stereo with your vinyl records and put on one at a time and play all day and enjoy the the music and enjoy the vinyl. And this this podcast is all about uh, vinyl records, loving vinyl records. Maybe you have your own business uh, like I do. Maybe you're just collecting like I do. Maybe you're trading. You know, maybe you're just, you know, you're in it because you just love vinyl records. This is the podcast to listen to. And of course, remember us, we are on Facebook as well at Power Records One. Uh, we're all over the place on the internet, uh, Music Stack, Discogs, Amazon, eBay, Etsy. That's where you'll see Power Records and uh, it's growing and it's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And And um, I'm here to help you guys start your own business as well, too. So, yeah, you can sit around at home and listen to music. Uh, but I guess, you know, that's for us that are not working, <laughs> that are just, you know, retired from all that nonsense of uh, working and uh, working for somebody else. You know, maybe you'll get to that stage. Maybe not right now. You still got to continue working. Um, you know, just, you know, you got to do what you got to do. You got to bring in the bread and put the bread on the table. And I understand that. But, you know, your ultimate goal should be, you know, to get into as an entrepreneur selling vinyl records and you can make a living doing this. Honestly, you can. It takes a lot of work. I would say it took me about five or six years before everything kind of took off and it became a full time business for me. And it's five years of hard work. It's five years of answering emails, of building up your inventory. Uh, knowing what sells and what doesn't sell, knowing conditions of records, how to rate records. It's, you know, it's a tough game. You know, there's a lot of um, uh, demanding record collectors out there. So you better be ready if you're going to be in that business. Um, by the way, if you are selling records, maybe you're just starting out, watch how you sell the revised, uh, re reissue versions, original versions, very important to customers. You know, I'll give you an example where I shipped a, a queen record to somebody. The very first queen record has two different car covers. It has a pinkish kind of red, uh, cover, which is the original. And then they have a dark purplish cover, which is the new reissue version, the European version that's out there. So I was listing a record uh, by Queen, the same record, uh, the first record, the first um, uh, which was listed as the reissue version. Their purplish cover was listed on the uh, listing. Well, I sent the original version to my customer and I would have loved to have an original version rather than a reissue, uh, you know, because I, I, you know, all, all the original music, um, uh, the Uh, catalog, I have it, and I wouldn't mind an original, but my customer didn't want the original, and they said, in fact, that I shipped them a fake, <laughs> a fake record, a fake cover. Well, it wasn't a fake cover, it was the original cover, as I explained, and, um, but again, you know, some people want originals, 
some people want reissues. Uh, so you have to be careful on how you do that. And you have to be careful, you know, understanding what they want. And if you are going to ship something different like I did, uh, make sure you check with them first. And, you know, it's another learning lesson for me. And it's something that you should keep your heads up about it too. Guys, never reject a donation from one of your relatives um, or friends about um, accepting vinyl LPs. Uh, my cousin uh, volunteered, you know, happily uh, donated his records to me. And, you know, you know, I was kind of hesitant. You know, I said, well, you know, what's going to be in there? You know, it's going to be stuff that I need, stuff that's going to sell. Well, boy, oh boy, was I shocked. He He gave me... 200 or so records, uh, beautiful shape, all beautiful shape. I was so happy. I have to, I, I, I got to buy him a dinner, an expensive steak dinner or something. He gave me originals of a lot of Beatles. He gave me a Cars record that is signed, a Candio record that is signed by all the members of the band from Sam the Record Man here in Toronto. It's still got the, the sleeve, the Sam the Record Man sleeve on it, and it's in perfect condition. I got all the original Queen records again because I have them in my uh, my library now. You know, they're going to sell for a lot of money and the, the Beatle originals will sell for a lot of money. I was so thankful to him and uh, he just didn't want his collection anymore. And there's a lot of people that because, you know, they are going over the digital, they just don't have any need for it anymore and they don't want it. They don't want it sitting around the house taking up space. So I, you know, uh, very thankfully um, accepted <laughs> So if somebody offers you a a collection, you know, whether it's one or two or 200 of them, accept because you just don't know what's going to be in there. And I'm so glad I accepted. And thank you, uh, Mike, for your donation. I really appreciate that at all. You know, I know a lot of people are listening to digital music right now. In fact, you know, like I see them on their phones uh, listening to music at bus stops and in restaurants, running at the gym, talking to people when they shouldn't shouldn't be talking to people, <laughs> putting their ear, uh, earbuds in there and listening to music. You know, I, you know, I just I don't mind that at all. It just I think it's getting to an extreme and where everybody's walking around with their phones, listening to things and being distracted from society. I, I just think it is, it's a distraction. I have nothing wrong with listening to music on my phone, but in a, a nice setting where I'm relaxed and I'm not um, disrupting my day or distracting anybody or distracting myself. You know, I just, I prefer vinyl anyways. I'd rather put a, uh, a piece of vinyl on and listen to it because I think it sounds better. But I just think it's getting too much and um, people are attached to their phones uh, for not just, you know what, not just music. Uh, it is the notifications, everything that everybody is tied into their phones, like it's glued to their bodies. And I see it all over the place. And it's a sad thing to see, I think. You know, maybe I'm from the older generation and people don't understand where I'm coming from. But it's too much now. And um, I don't know how it's, it's, I think it'll only get worse. But you know what, guys? Keep collecting those vinyl records and keep listening to vinyl records. I think for music lovers, uh, I prefer um, to slap on a an LP more than anything else. 
you know, um, there's uh, a thing with uh, Amazon now that uh, you have to be careful of, and uh, that is uh, listing um, your records with, uh, sorry, shipping here. I, I got a little bit confused there. Shipping your records with proper tracking. Now, last episode, I talked about the ridiculous prices of Canada Post, right? And um, how they are just gouging people to death now. Uh, well, shipping a record across the continent is $24 to ship it now to Newfoundland or New Brunswick or Nova Scotia. Just a killer price. Like, come on. So people are reverting to uh, using courier companies, um, which is cool. Very cool. And because, I, as I told you, I shipped a, a record in the U.S. last week for $9.00. And I could never do that here in Canada. But Amazon only recognizes certain carriers. This is the problem. So if you're shipping on Amazon and using a carrier, they don't recognize Chit Chats. They don't recognize Stallion and a few others. You know, for I don't know why. If you're providing a tracking number and a link, I just don't understand it. But now that is another problem which I'm trying to get around because I don't want to ship Canada Post anymore. You know, um, I don't know exactly how I'm going to proceed with this because Chit Chats does offer Chit Chats Canada Post. In other words, you ship ship with ship uh, Chit Chats, try saying that very quickly, and um, they turn it over to Canada Post. But now Chit Chats is getting smart and are branching out to their own couriers and they're not using Canada Post anymore, which means you cannot use that tracking number on Amazon. Now, if you ship with Etsy or anybody else, eBay or anybody, it's a recognized tracking. Uh, The other courier companies are recognized, but Amazon do not recognize it. So it's an unfortunate thing, but something that you need to keep your head up above when you are shipping your records on Amazon. So if you have any questions on this or anything else I've mentioned today, guys, just reach out to me at any time at JLC, A-R-O-N-E, at simpatico.ca. And I'll be more than happy to help you out with anything. Guys, over and out. Talk to you soon and keep collecting those vinyl records. Bye now.